Hey, look. What's up, bro? Do you think uh, there ever will be a Minecraft uh, movie? Um, probably. I know one thing. It will be a blockbuster. On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about News of the Week, TV of the Week, our top five best and worst games of all time, Movies of the Week, and another digital review of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode one, four, two of another digital citizen. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Go! Because it's still World Cup, you see. It is still World Cup, but I think yep. what's more relevant this week is uh, sending everybody your Pokemon Go numbers or what phone number. Did, My, did you see that? Did you got your access code, Fro? <laughs> Did you see that on Facebook? I did saw you it see what I, Did you see what I wrote on Oh, no. Facebook? What did you write? Did you write yours on Facebook? Yeah. Here's my Pokemon code. I said, nope. Explanation. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of friends apparently still playing Pokemon. I didn't realize people were still playing, but according to my Facebook uh, account, many of the I people I'm friends with are still with. playing it. <laughs> yeah. I was like... People are still playing this game, so I made a joke. I was like, nope. Mm. And Jeremy said on 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 commenting, he said, "Hey, how did you get my code?" It's <laughs> my code too, bro. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you are not super excited for the World Cup, I know. Uh, uh, no, not really. I heard Mexico's are doing a lot better than they were expected to. That's what I heard, at least. Yeah. Do you know who went out today? No. Was no. Today? Yeah, it was today. Germany went out today. Wasn't that the person you were predicting to win? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, so Germany's out. So that was a good bet, I guess. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, Portugal now. Just because I don't Just want them to win. Sure, alright. Uh, I'm like, I think Germany will win the whole thing. I think that's called uh, a fair weather yeah. fan, is what they call that from. A fair what? A fair weather fan. When when you're only following the team when it's going well, is what it means. Oh, 
Uh, I, I, but you know that my team isn't really there. Like the Netherlands isn't there. I would be devastated if the Netherlands was was there and they went out. But sure, Netherlands so. isn't there, so I don't really have a team other than England. Okay then. And England is going through, so. Oh, good. Well, why yeah. aren't you? Why aren't you hedging your bets on them? You just you don't think they're good enough to win. Uh, I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. I think they will go out in the quarterfinal. I, they're going to, if I don't remember incorrectly, just now not um, looking at the results, I think they're going to meet uh, either Colombia, Senegal, or some other African country. Well, see, they'll win as long as that guy in, like, Wilshire somewhere is wearing his underwear backwards and drinks a beer right oh, at yeah. the three-minute mark before the end of the game. Then they'll win, Fro, because, you know, that stuff matters. You work in a wrestling company. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, talking about something completely else. Uh, is there a lot of wrestlers that has uh, wedge uh, routines like that that you know of? Well, like superstitions? Yeah. Mm, I, I, I've seen guys who have, like, routines, but it's not like, uh, I wouldn't call it, like, a superstition, no. Like, they do the, they'll do, like, when they go into, like, warm-up, they'll do the same warm-up every time, like, before the, mm. you know, before the show, uh, but I wouldn't call it, like, a superstition, really, probably. Cool. Do you know what I got today? I got a package from my dear friend Margaret in the mail. Uh, she sent me some crumpets. She sent me. Do you know what crumpets is? Yes. By the way, we have the. Yeah, we right. still have those here. Yes. Yes, English muffins. It's also called for people <laughs> that doesn't know. She sent me a draft mug because I collect drafts, a draft coaster, and a draft uh, banana air freshener. <laughs> that okay. I never ever ever will open because I hate, I hate the uh, smell of fake bananas. I was gonna say bananas uh, really don't smell all that much in real life. When you open a banana, no. you don't get like a big woof of scent. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and a fake <laughs> a fake air freshener uh, like uh, it, yeah, no. it smells like a banana runt probably, which I don't yeah. like those either. So sharp sharps uh, I got from her and some sweets. Oh, that's cool. I have, I have nice friends. What have you sent me lately? I I've tried sending things to Norway, <laughs> and it costs like a bazillion dollars. I sent something to Tilly even, and it costs like almost. It was it was way too much money. Let's just say that. I know. I know. Um, it is shit expensive. Yeah, I just where I'm at, especially because I'm on the west coast, it has to go all the way across. America and then go across the ocean so like it's even worse for me than if I was on the east coast it'd probably be a little better but um but yeah that's why I don't ever send Fro anything and probably why Fro doesn't ever send me anything either but whatever we can't we I totally would like there's plenty of there was a time a long time ago where I wanted to send Fro Skittles and I looked it up to like actually calculate how much it would be to send like a box of Skittles and it was (laughs) ungodly amounts of money uh, this, oh, I, I this week I learned how to use a um sawmill fro. Um, I, I guess I said that to you. I I, pra- I was got one kind of practice run before last week's show, and I told fro off air. But this week I did it uh, two more times, 
and I'm really getting it down. I wouldn't say I'm taking any, like, anybody's job, you know what I mean? But I'm getting pretty good at it, and I got a lot of wood cut, so I'm excited for that. Wood cutters cut what the wood cutter could? Exactly, yes. And it's super, well, one day it it was nice and cloudy for half the day, but it's been really sunny, so I am so tan right now, and like... Uh, one day I put on sunscreen, suntan lotion, whatever you want to call it, uh, and I must have missed a spot on my left, the back of my left shoulder because I only got burned just on the back of my left shoulder. Like the rest of me's fine, but I got a burn in this one spot where I must have missed. I, it's really, it looks really silly. It's just bright red spot on the back of my shoulder. Cool. Well, no, hot. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's hot. Yeah. It's the uh, opposite of cool. Yep. Oh, I don't want to talk about the news today. Can we skip it? Why don't you want to talk about the news? Eh. There's nothing. There's nothing in the news, is there? There's nothing good in the news. It was kind is of a any... slow news week in a way. Like, a, a, it was I guess high. compared to the last few weeks. Uh. Mm. I did notice that. I noticed a lot of people, at least in America, kind of standing up and saying, no, we don't want these things, uh, depending, like, a lot of different things. There was a lot of stuff happening this week as far as people saying no, but not a lot of news as far as things progressing, but I don't well, know, I found, I found Trump, some news. Trump has went back on his, uh, we are going to split kids and grown-ups thing oh uh, that happened the good. day of last week's show right so uh, yeah totally yeah. forgot about that uh right oh uh, that's he, good and the supreme they already have split apart so that happened as well today uh so that's pretty interesting uh that it it all it happened to begin with is i guess a, a problem to begin with you know what i mean like uh, but let's uh, talk about cool ladies uh, from the UK, uh, Queen Elizabeth. I like Queen Elizabeth. Uh, I like her more and more because I watched The Crown. <laughs> I love The Crown. I <laughs> literally have zero opinion on her. I, I I find the royal family silly to even have it exist personally, but her, I don't. I have zero opinion. She seems like a oh, okay lady, actually. I don't. Yeah. I just don't get any personality. Like, I've, maybe I've just never seen anything of personality of her because I'm like she doesn't really talk that much. When you see her, all she does is kind of like wave and walk walk by. Like, th- I've never seen much personality out of her. But that's just me as an American. So, yeah. And every every English person is looking at you with like angry eyes right well not every not every one of them i know there are plenty of people in england who think that the monarchy is ridiculous as well so well i think the monarchy is ridiculous but i i i i i I do like her she's she's a cool she's a cool queen cool queen sure i guess so i mean there are the money laundering things that, that have been come out recently but other than that i guess maybe but this story is all about Donald Trump is saying that he's going to come meet Queen Elizabeth for yeah. the seven billionth time in the last two years that he said he'd do I, this. 
I'm I'm almost a little tired of <laughs> saying this because <laughs> <laughs> we have had this story like six, six billion times before. And then the next week we always it's always another story that says, yeah. "Oh, Trump has canceled <laughs> oh. his visit due to protests." Mm-hmm. Every time. Every single time. So what is the chance that he's actually coming this time? Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it says even right here, Theresa May invited Trump for a state visit after his inauguration in January 2017, but hours after he announced uh, the cri- uh, criticized Muslim ban. Uh, that happened today as well. The Supreme Court brought the Muslim ban back, Fro? So mm-hmm. now it's, it's uh, now there is a Muslim ban again, even though there wasn't. Now Supreme Court says there is again. So... More protests happening for that, I'm sure, over this weekend in, in the U.S. I w- uh, I'm totally expecting it. But continuing this, uh, the date for Trump's trip is set July 13th, so next month, uh, middle of next month. Uh, but I'm guessing it probably won't happen. What do you think? I don't think it will happen. Uh, I think he... If I'm going to take a huge guess, I'm going to say that he's probably not going to go there uh, before his second period as a president. And yes, I'm saying that he's winning the next time. Right. There are some. I've heard rumors that he's said that he doesn't want to run, but I think that's just. I think that's just uh, rumors. Yes, that's BS. Right. Um, and the interesting thing about this whole thing is he hasn't been to, uh, the UK at all since he's been, uh, president, or at least to England, I know that, but he did meet with Theresa May when they went to the, what, the G20 or whatever, uh, whatever the last one, or was it the... Or was it the other one that like is kind of like Bilderberg? Or was that the one they met at? I don't know. One of those group meetings where they decide the fate of the world. He met with Theresa May there, but he yep. hasn't gone to the UK to meet anybody yet. He was going to go meet Theresa May a while ago, but it's always been that he doesn't go there because he's afraid of how it's going to look uh, from the from our side, from the American side, when he goes there and there's just these massive protests and people are just angry for him even being in the country because if you remember we did that story a long time ago uh they tried to ban him from the country completely Mm. uh so yeah cool uh what is not so cool uh is uh u.s president donald trump is no longer the moral leader of his country or the world human rights watchdog uh, the Council of Europe said Wednesday amid global outreach over the White House policy over separating uh, migrant children from their parents. So we don't really have to talk about this anymore because it's not really that... They still think the same thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it this what it comes down to is... Um, Everything he does excludes him from the role of of that American presidents have always had. Uh, mm. Is it y- Yagland? Is that how you say it? Yagland, yeah. Yagland. Uh, and he says he, 
talking about Donald Trump, cannot speak on behalf of the so-called free world. That's really what this is about. Doesn't really you like you're you it's more about uh this guy is saying the president of the United States states no longer speaks for the free world, which in the last what fifty years or maybe a little more, uh the United States has somewhat been considered the leader of the free world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this guy, who is the head of the Council of Europe, uh is saying that the, he uh, nobody sees them that way anymore. Which, I mean, I, I guess we could have said that a while ago, but for somebody who's an official of uh, this you know, group that represents all of Europe, that's a pre- pretty big thing for him to say. How ironic is it that the uh, Council of Europe leader is Norwegian when we are not even members of the EU? Uh, is this guy from Norway, or was he just yeah, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. on a Norwegian no, broadcasting? No, no, no. Okay. Torbjörn Jagland was a Norwegian prime minister. Yeah, and he was says council former Council of Europe secretary general. Right. Yeah. The other thing he was um, he's also but, one of the members of the Nobel Committee. By the way, what? Was he in the one that everybody got fired from for the sexual harassment stuff? No, uh, of Norway. The Norwegian oh, okay, the Norwegian one. Right, okay. Yeah. <coughs> the peace prize. He's the one that gave the peace prize to Barack Obama. Oh, so he's totally trustworthy then. Uh, no. Nobody Another thing that they're basing this thing... That, nobody. Uh, I mean, nobody likes it. Oh, okay. Another thing that he's basing it on is saying, uh, basing it off the withdrawal from the United Nations Human Rights Council. Uh, he says it was was not unexpected, but this is just one more example which shows that he does not want to be part of the international treaties or international cooperation-based organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. announced Tuesday that it is withdrawing from the Human Rights Council, accusing it of bias against Israel. Oh, right, because re- remember we talked about the story about them killing the protesters, the Israeli soldiers? That's uh, that's what the Rights Council was mad about, and Trump's people are saying they're allowed to do that. So they're getting out of the Rights, rights Council. Right. We have an update on the Uber uh, automatic uh, drive car that uh, killed uh, a lady. A backup driver uh, that we saw in a video there, uh, we saw that she wasn't watching uh, the road. She was actually watching the voice. Uh, On her phone, I guess. On her phone, yeah. And uh, the 300, it came out a 300-page report released uh, Thursday night uh, by the police in Tampa revealed that the driver, uh, Rafaela Vasquez, has streamed the musical talent show via Hulu in 43 minutes before the March 18th crash killed Elaine Hirschberg as she crossed uh, the darkened road outside the line of the crosswalk. The report said the crash, which marks its first uh, fatality involving a self-driving vehicle, could have happened. Ha- uh, could could have couldn't ha- have happened had the driver not been distracted. 
Right, so this is big because even at the time when we did the story initially, remember I said, well, what if the driver was like, I don't know, watching YouTube videos on their phone or something? Yeah. That's an yeah. exact quote of what I said, and it turns yeah. out he wasn't... He was watching videos on his phone, but it was Hulu, not YouTube. That's the only thing I got yeah. wrong. Yeah. So this is pretty big. This is pretty... Uh, I think this will hopefully give some peace to people that are worried. Right. I mean, it also shows that, like, these are self-driving cars, but they still need to be maintained. You can't just you know, fall asleep and let it drive you home yet. yet. Right. Like, these cars aren't made for that yet. But it says here, yeah. dash camera video shows Vasquez looking down near her right knee for four or five seconds uh, directly before the crash. She looked up half seconds before striking the woman with the Volvo. So she was definitely, like, they had dash camera video of her, and it shows her not looking at the road right before the crash. So, yeah. It's important not to blame her entirely, but... Uh, it was her job. She was being paid to yeah. make sure this car did what she... What it, I mean, she should definitely be fired. That is 100% sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think she should be charged with murder or, or anything. I don't think it, we need to go that far, because I don't think it, she intentionally tried to run this lady over, but... Right. It, it just shows you that... I mean, think about it. If you were at a job, and your job was just to sit in a car, and most of the time everything went off without a hitch, you would get used to it after a while, and you'd be like, ah, I'm bored, I'm going to watch something on my phone. You know? And that's probably what happened. Yeah. And uh, and I, I I think it's important that 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 we we get this because it kind of is it kind of bad of me to say that this proves that they can just go on making tests we just need i i think so people. i mean it yeah. it to me it just shows that uh the problem here was human error not a computer error by the car itself right so, yeah. I mean, whether you blame the person who wasn't walking between the crosswalk, which, if she was walking between the crosswalk, the car would have recognized that there was a crosswalk there and that there was somebody in between it, but she was outside the lines. So that's why they said it, because the car, it's reading the lines on the road. That's how it knows where to right. you know? So, uh, whether you blame the car or whether you... Uh, uh, or whether you blame the lady for being outside the lines, or whether you blame the person who was in the car for not paying attention. Either way, it's human error. So, maybe you can tell me about China and what right, this is they an did. Interesting story, just because uh, right now in America there's a huge uh, opium opioid problem, especially with prescription drugs. Uh, China's drug control agency on Monday said the United States should do more to cut its demand for opioids to tackle the use of the synthetic drug fentanyl, which if you didn't know this, Fro, fentanyl is 1,000 times stronger than heroin. 1,000 times. Uh, this Tom and Petty... I heard some rumors that heroin is really addictive. And, and kills you, yeah. Yep. Uh, Tom Petty died from fentanyl. Uh, Prince... Prince died from fentanyl, so uh, a lot of actually some of the famous people during that spur of people who were dying in 2016, a some of those people were from fentanyl. Uh, but continuing, uh, China vowed to step up uh, cooperation after the Chinese production of the substance had been blamed for fueling the U.S. opioid crisis. 
uh, Donald Trump said no, in November that the state visit, oh, on a state visit to China, that the U.S. would do more to stem what it called a flood of cheap and deadly fentanyl uh, from en entering the United States. Um, so w what it comes down to is they're saying, it's not our fault your people are taking our drugs. You, you need to stop giving them our drugs, is what China mm. is saying. Uh, China accepts that some new psychoactive substances, including fentanyl manufactured in China, are sold in the United States. Uh, the substances are not yet readily avail readily abused and trafficked in China itself. So they're... Uh, even though it's happening here, the place where they're creating this drug, it's it's not happening there. So it's it kind right. of interesting. Yeah. Um, another case from NPR, in a major privacy win, a Supreme Court rules that the police actually need a warrant to track your cell phone. In a landmark decision, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled Friday that the police must obtain a search warrant to access an individual's cell phone collection uh, information. Location yes. information. So location, like uh, your, the tracking thing on your phone, yeah. The 524 uh, decision imposes new uh, limits on law enforcement's ability to, uh, to get at the increasing amount of data uh, that uh, private companies amass in modern technology age. Cell phone providers routinely uh, keep location or information for customers to help uh, improved service. Until now, uh, the prevailing legal theory uh, was that if an individual voluntarily shares information with a third company, third party, sorry, for instance, by signing up for the cell phone service, police can that, get that information without a search warrant. Right, that and so they've, really they've decided that, that that's not acceptable anymore, which I totally yeah. agree with. Right. Yeah. And it's good news. I I think that's a huge win. And it's uh, as far as far as them still doing it. I can totally see some police stations and uh, law enforcement organizations just doing it without a warrant, anyways, because they don't give a crap. But uh, mm -hmm. th if they get caught, this shows this will ensure that they get uh, punished for it. So yeah. And, uh, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, there's also, uh, because this is this is breaking news, by the way, uh, uh, Anthony Kennedy has uh, uh, got the decision to step down as uh, one of the Supreme Court justices. Oh, great. Actually. So that yeah. Trump can put in another one? That's Yeah. Whoopee! Well, that's not good news. No, that's not. Because the other thing, I don't know if you, you probably know this, but uh, when you get onto this Supreme Court, the only way You're for you to get death. out of there is yeah. for you to die or retire, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, if Donald Trump puts in another Supreme Court justice, we could be screwed for a while. Woohoo! Aren't you happy? Mm, no, but... What are you going to do, really? 
Then we go to Saudi Arabia when where uh, uh, there's no banning of women uh, driving anymore. So uh, Saudi women is now uh, seeking jobs as drivers. So this is good. Uh, yeah, we covered that they were getting licenses and stuff, but there, this is the uh, last week uh, they actually started driving. Uh, Saudi women are driving fully th through the busy city streets for the first time risk, uh, after years of risking arrest if they dared to get behind the wheel. Uh, but with the long, long-standing ban now lifted, a new opportunity has emerged, uh, working as drivers, uh, a job that has been reserved for men only until recently Many Saudi even many Saudi males rejected it as a social taboo. Uh, driving was almost entirely a job of foreigners uh, lower, from lower income countries like India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh. Uh, Saudi women who want to work as drivers for uh, hail uh, ride hailing service like Uber, for example, are challenging an even wider array of traditional limits for women's for women and their rights. Right. So yeah, it's just show, it's pointing out like we they gave them the, the uh, ability to drive and they're they're saying okay then we're gonna use that we're gonna take that ability and use it to even benefit us more by giving us a job which you know good for them yeah uh, the other article I sent you in this uh, that was because uh, I'll send you multiple articles about the same thing but the other article I sent you about this was called uh, Saudi women can drive but they're still enslaved right uh, i saw that and th this is all about how yes they can drive but men uh, women are still under the they still have to be chaperoned so they're basically right. owned by a man who is their chaperone so even if they want to drive they have to have that the man in the car with them more than likely um so it, you know you see it you see this and it's like if it feels like a big move forward, and it kind of is, but in, in another way, they're still stuck way, way in the past. I know it's nothing new, right. but we got to mention it, so. It's true. We have to. Uh, another thing that's not banned anymore, see what I did there? Uh, it's called the Segway. Um, in Canada, starting October 17th, you can smoke a joint. Marijuana is uh, going to be illegal in Canada. All of Canada, uh, right? Well, I, I believe, like, Canada. there were... I think British Columbia, it had been legal there, like, mostly. Uh, so now this is going to be the entire country, right? Uh, the libertarian... Uh, liberals has, uh, had a, a intly aimed for the 1st of July, Canada <laughs> Day. But, but uh, procedural issues and... Delays prevented them from reaching that target. But it's they wanted, they to... really wanted that Canada Day to, to be special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, please make it more special. But what is a little, like, fun, fun, a little fun twist in this is because not everybody is really happy about this. Russia! Is uh, actually not happy about this. Why of all I... the people? Rush. Like, well, why the fuck yeah. would they even care? That's why I put this in here. It's like this is so random and stupid. Russia has come out strongly against Canada's decision to legalize recreational marijuana, calling it a move 
calling the move a breach of international legal obligation. Hmm, what? Uh, Russian's foreign ministry said that a number of international conventions to which the which Canada is a signatory uh, require privy nations to restrict the use of cannabis, cannabis and other drugs to only medical and scientific purposes. We expect Canada's partners in the G7 to respond to its high-handedness because this alliance has repeatedly declared its adherence to the domina- domination of international law in relations between the states. So they're saying, we made, uh, we all got together and said we weren't going to legalize marijuana, and then you just went and legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. neighbor plans to implement the new regulations October 17th, like we said. It is the first member of this G7 to pass legislation to legalize recreational marijuana. Uh, Uruguay was the first nation to legalize recreational mar- marijuana with legislation passed in 2013. Which I never knew that. But Uruguay is not in the G7. That's the thing. <laughs> what? They're not? <laughs> I'm just wondering if this is going to be a big uh, wake-up call to America and they're going to go, oh, well, look at Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's hope so. I mean, Trump has said before he doesn't mind marijuana smoking, so... You know what I can see is, like, if he is going to run for a second term, I see mm. him in that very last year, like, two thousand in 2019. Uh, 2019 August, he'll legalize marijuana completely uh, and think about what it'll do for votes. You know what I mean? Mm. That's a good political move, to right before the election... Uh, legalize completely legalize marijuana. Hey, uh, look, were you trying to get my self-esteem a little higher this week? Uh, no, but hopefully it did. Because uh, Luke uh, sends out the news, and I go through it, and I was like, oh, I was feeling a little down that day. I was reading the news, and I was like, Oh, I wasn't really feeling up to par. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's go through the news. Okay, this is interesting. Oh, this is interesting. But then I see a bulldog named Satsa winning the world's ugliest dog contest at Sonama Marine Fair. And it is so fucking ugly. It and is. I felt, I feel, I felt so pretty. <laughs> it got quite an underbite. I've never seen a dog with an underbite that, like, the teeth are just on top of his nose uh, yeah. in, like, normal position. Yeah. But it's cute and ugly at the same time. The tongue oh, is really was... cute. Yeah. The tongue is huge? It's cute? cute. I think it's cute that yeah. it's got his tongue out like that all the time, but at the same time, it is a little ugly, or, like, a little, like... I can imagine if it's w- walking and the tug's tongue is dragging across the ground. and uh, Yeah, maybe not so much. So, we're going to watch this video? Uh, no, we're going to watch the next video. I mean, you, you ah. can just look at the video here and you can see the dog and we're talking about it. So, yeah. I, I don't want to... We're not going to... It's just a little interview with the lady. It's nothing important. Okay. It's just, This is called a fluff piece, everybody. <laughs> a fluff, fluff It's a piece. fluff piece. Oh. It's what they call it in the business, yeah. Oh, uh, 
I love to be fluffed by you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I love to be fluffed by dogs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm glad that went the other way. <laughs> but what are we going to watch? Right, this is uh, a viral video from this week uh, from San Francisco. It says a woman who allegedly called the cops on a young girl for selling water on the streets of San Francisco... Uh, is creating a social media commotion. This lady is being identified as Permit Patty. So let's go ahead and watch this video. Give me a countdown. 15 seconds long, okay? In three, two, one, play. This woman don't want to let a little girl sell some water. She calling the police on an eight-year-old Whoop, little girl. She just disappeared. You all you want. The whole world gonna see you, boo. <laughs> Why is she hiding like that? Are selling water without a permit? Yeah. On my property. It's not your property. You're on the um, okay. What? <laughs> you want to play it again? Let's play it again. Yeah, let's play it again. In three, two, one, play. This woman don't want to let a little girl what? sell some water. And then water. she's like, um, just here. She's and then police on an whoop. eight-year-old little girl. She's a magician, bro. She's a magician. The whole world gonna see you, boo. Yeah, and um, illegally selling water without a permit. Yeah. On my property. It's not your property. You're on the. <laughs> uh, I think it's so Why? funny. The funniest part is when she ducks behind the wall. Because it's yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, how shot? Like, you can't see me. It's like, she's like, if you can't see me, you can't talk to me. Aww. <laughs> what do you think about that, Fro? I think she's a moron. I should just leave this kid alone. Right, I guess there's a really hot day. This was, like, near, I guess there's the ballpark, like, a, yeah. uh, near there. So, the, and there, there was a game, so there was a lot of people. This little girl was selling water on the street. Uh, this lady decided uh, she was not happy with it. Uh, according to her, they were yelling. Uh, according to the woman who you hear doing the video, and then the uh, little girl, they were they were not yelling. And again, this is the middle of San Francisco, so it's already the middle of a major city. It's going to be loud in the major city. Um, it turns out that this lady also runs a business who's... Uh, this, uh, they sell marijuana edible treats to dogs. Or for dogs, what? I guess. Yes. They sell marijuana <laughs> edible treats... For dogs. That's what her business is. And how, I guess she how, had to how? resign as CEO of this business because of this video. Uh, how, how do you get the license for your dog's marijuana use? Well, uh, California, it's legal now. Recreationally, it's legal in California, just like Oregon. Oh, so you can use it for absolutely anything. Right, exactly. Uh, okay. But I personally don't think you should be giving your dog marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do yeah. you determine you, the dose maybe that you're that's supposed to give the dog? The dog problem. Like, we talked about that Cesar. Maybe it got a little too much marijuana. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I can't. Like, what are the reasons to give your dog marijuana? If it okay, if your I, dog I don't know. was refusing to eat, maybe, maybe that yeah. would work. But I don't even know if that has the same effect on dogs. You know what I mean? They have different <laughs> brains, so. <laughs> I have no so this lady, it sounds like she was just running a business that was a scam to begin with. Uh, yeah. She has come out today. I saw an article that said 
the reason this little girl was selling water, she was trying to buy a trip to Disney World, uh, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, this lady came out on CNN and said that she is going to offer up uh, the money to pay for a trip to Disneyland for four for oh, this little girl. Well. But it, nice. it only happened after she'd been completely harassed online. Like, the thing about these kind of videos is this lady, like, we're going to forget about this next week. But she's going to be harassed for the next six months about this. Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the Chanel woman. Oh, fucking hate it. We have an email address. It's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails this week? Uh, no emails. No. You can also check uh, our Facebook group. Uh, it's another digital citizen on Facebook. Are you ready for the WW Book of Top Tens by Margaret? Thank you, Margaret, again. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. It's Top Ten European Superstars. Sports entertainment is a global phenomenon, so no surprise that it has attracted competitors from all over the world. Europe has pr- uh, produced a fair share of champions and Hall of Famers who w- the WWE Universe has alternatively booed and shared. Sure, okay. Yeah. Um, well, British Bulldog. Pretty obvious one. Um, what is his name? British Bulldog something Smith? Yeah, no, he's not there. Uh, uh, Andre the Giant, I guess? Andre the Giant is number two. Uh, Steve Regal? Regal? Yeah, William Regal is uh, number four. Hmm. Europe, Europe, Europe. Uh... There are some obvious ones that you haven't said. Oh, like some recent ones, right? That's probably Cesaro, I guess. Cesaro is number 10. Uh, Sheamus. Sheamus is number 6. Uh, is Finn, Finn Balor? Uh, Finn Balor, I would say, should be on the list. He's not, but right. yeah, Finn Balor is okay. built from my island. so Yeah, that's what I was like, hmm. But I guess Seamus is kind of from there, so maybe they didn't want to put two on the same list. I don't know. Uh, Let's see, who else? Becky Lynch? Uh, There's actually no girls on the list. No women, okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm starting to blank a little bit. I mean, I know there's somebody obvious, huh? Bulgaria is not in... Europe, or is it? Rusev? No, so the okay. Bulgarian b- brute. No, no, no. But their number one is really, really famous and... And really dead. obvious? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No. Okay, let's begin with number ten, Cicero, as you said. Number nine is Spe- Spiros uh, Arion. Never ever heard of him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's from Athens, Greece. Okay. Number eight is Ivan Putski from Krakow, Poland. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, Number seven is Fitfinler from Belfast. 
New Northern Ireland. Oh yeah, I sure got that one. Number six is Seamus uh, from Dublin, Ireland. I didn't say that Cesaro was from Lusseri in Switzerland. I forgot that. Uh, then you have number five, uh, Nikla- Nikolai Volkov, and he's from Moscow, Soviet Union. Uh, number four is William Regal, Blackpool, England. Number three is Baron Michael Cisluna, and he's from the Isle of Malta. Have you ever heard of his, him? Uh, Cicluna? Is that how, how it's said? Yeah. yeah, I've heard of him. Okay. Number two is Andrew the Giant, and he's from Grenoble, France. But number one, Luke, and you're going to kick yourself for this. It's Bruno San Martino from Abruzzo, Italia. Right, yeah, okay. There was a few. I should have got Finley. That was a super easy one. Uh, should yeah. yeah, and I should have got that one for sure. But yeah. well, you know, the hard part is when you're on the spot. Like you, you could sit yeah. there and like think about it, but when you're on the spot, it's so much harder. So thank you once again, Margaret, for the book. Of WWE top tens. Have you made me watch some TV this week? Yes, you have. Well, we watched wrestling, wrestling this week. Did you watch wrestling? Did you watch SmackDown? This oh week? yeah, I yeah I did watch SmackDown this week, and I watched Raw this week. Okay. Uh, oh, and we didn't talk about SmackDown at all last week, but the no. gauntlet match, uh, the yeah. middle part of it was really good. It got kind of dumb at the end, it's but the. Really AJ Rusev stuff was that, uh, yeah. and then the uh, who else was in there against AJ? Somebody else. Uh, well, who, uh, the, just the whole part where AJ was in the match was pretty amazing. Yes, it, yes. Uh, yes. I really like that stuff. And then what happened? And, and you were wrong that that uh, we wouldn't see see uh, that doofus again. Oh, I I I didn't know if we were going to, but yeah, this this. Uh, you- time we got to see Ellsworth come out by himself. We had no Carmella yeah. on the entire show, but Ellsworth was there. No. That was a little weird. Yeah. yeah. And the same same this week. Yeah, it felt really interesting this week on SmackDown because we had yeah. Daniel Bryan uh it felt like two indie matches were happening on this sh- on that yeah. show. Uh yeah. who was Daniel Bryan going against? Why can I not remember? Um uh. Oh. Right, I don't even know, but yeah, SmackDown felt like they were letting the wrestlers pick their opponents because they knew they could, they knew they could get a good match with them. Uh, right. And Raw, Raw was. I, I still liked Raw this week, actually. I didn't mind it at all. Oh it's right, still and interesting. was it Eric Young versus uh, AJ on this SmackDown Sanity, as well? Yeah. Which what felt like a yeah. TNA match, and then there was the yeah. uh, Daniel Bryan match, which felt like an indie match. Yeah, SmackDown I thought yeah. was really fun this week. Raw was so-so. I wasn't. I didn't have as much it fun with so-so. it. I mean, it was okay. I I got super confused by uh, what they did with uh, the, the qualifying match because they were going to have a qualifying match at Extreme Rules. For who was going to go against uh, Brock at SummerSlam, and they cancelled the whole thing, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I still and don't know was... what's going on. Yeah, and then then uh, 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 
he goes like, oh, I want to fight you anyway, Lashley. <laughs> okay, and and and, he, and the, uh, the raw supervisor goes like Kurt Angle goes like, I'll think about it. Okay, maybe we'll get to fight each other. So yeah, so nobody confused. wants to see that match, and especially when it's not for anything. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember I who Daniel Bryan wrestled. It was Luke Harper. Luke Harper, right? So yes. it would have been like an indie match from like Trakar or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good match as well. It seems like they're like, okay, the only people we can put Brian against is people who are really tall. So who do we have that's tall? <laughs> oh, we have the Bludgeon <laughs> Brothers. We'll put him against those guys. Uh, true but sad. But yeah, then you made me watch something. Can you explain to me what I watched this week? Because I'm not fucking sure. MathNet. MathNet. Uh... uh was a show. It wasn't even show, Fro. Believe it or not, MathNet was a section at the end of a show called Newton's Apple that was on public broadcasting or something in like the nineties. Uh, so it would play Newton's Apple, and the last ten minutes was MathNet, and I always look forward to MathNet uh, at the end of the show because it was like my favorite, my favorite uh, part of the show. I guess is a good way to put it. But I, this is I, shit. I sent Fro an episode of it. Of the willing error. Right. I'm so happy. And it's it's it what it's a parody of Dragnet, right? Yes. But it's done for kids and these the two police yes. officers are mathematicians instead of <laughs> instead of uh police officers. Um but really I, I And it's done done with no irony at all. Uh, there is a bit. Like, the lady, she's so serious that, uh, you know, her being overly serious is a joke. You know what I mean, Fro? Like, she's, uh, or when, I guess it didn't happen in this episode, but they'll, uh, you know, in Dragnet, they'll pull their guns on people, but in this, what they right. have a gun holster, you see the things on their shoulders, even in the, but what they keep in the gun holsters, Fro, is calculators. So they'll pull their calculator out like a gun. Right. So uh, the show is really dumb, and but really interesting at the same time. But uh, I sent you a link uh, in the Skype there. Do you, you, yeah. you know the kid uh, from the show that I sent you? Like yeah. the kid who uh, ends up inheriting all the money at the end. Sorry to destroy it for everybody. But uh, oh, no. the other thing, Fro, is you saw the two parts. Those were two different days. So, like, it was two... That was two episodes. But... Uh, right. Okay, I sent you a little link. You get the link? Yeah. Okay. This is the same kid from that Dragnet episode, except it's from Mr. Belvedere. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, go ahead and give okay. me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. Hey, Mr. Belvedere. Hello, Danny. Is Wesley here? Yes, come on in. Everyone, you remember Wesley's friend, Danny? Oh, hi, Danny. Hi, Mrs. Owens, Mr. Owens. Hiya, champ. How's it going? Well, I got eight, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is there a laugh track? Wow. <laughs> Why is there a yeah, laugh track, eight. bro? <laughs> eight? 
What is funny with our aid? <laughs> well, I have AIDS, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Oh my god. Oh, the 90s. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I think it's hilarious. I actually have Mr. Belvedere, uh, the whole set on DVD, like in a closet somewhere. Mm. Uh, guess how many episodes I have seen of it. I don't know. Zero. Oh. It's alright. Uh, that one guy, the the guy who plays the dad, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. What else have you seen? Uh, did you hear one, the 100 got renewed this week for a sixth season? I did. Pretty excited. Happy to hear that. I'm not surprised, yeah. but at the same time, I'm excited to see wh where they go with it. Now that they know they're getting a new season. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Uh, anything you saw this week? I know there's one big thing, uh, but let's do that last, I think. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Um, uh, lie to me. No. Lie to me. That's not the word, word, word it's called. Fool us. Sorry. Fool us with Penn and Teller's back. Uh, I watched that. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, then I watched uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Still good. Uh, I guess it got yeah. banned in uh, China. Sorry? Yeah. He said something about the Chinese president on his show, and the HBO got banned in China. It's like got they shut off HBO in China. Morons. Uh, yeah. Uh, then I found something really strange. Uh, have you heard of the four battle for stardom? No. The four? Like, the number four? Yeah, like, it's called the four battle for stardom. Hmm, no. Um, this is, is a mix between The Voice, American Idol, and, I don't know. America's Got Talent? Uh, America's Got Talent, Well, yeah. then it's just called and Star Search! Yeah. <laughs> but it's with Sean Diddy Combs, DJ Khaled, Megan Trainer. Oh, all the relevant people. Okay. And it had Fergus. Oh, totally relevant to 2018. Yeah. And uh, it went on Fox, I think. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it yes, it was on Fox. Yes. You never heard about this? No. Ah, it's shit. Don't watch it. So, I mean, you know, the, I don't like those shows to begin with. I don't like any of those shows, so, yeah. Oh, this is, this is awful. I watched the whole first season, and uh, I don't know why. <laughs> right. Sometimes that just happens. That was awful. I know that Floribama yeah. Shore is coming back, Fro. Remember that horrible show? No. I made you, I know you watched it. It was the one where it's all the rednecks. It's just like Jersey Shore, except it's a bunch of rednecks. Oh, yeah, 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 you made me watch it for... Right, and it, oh. it was gone for like three years, and now MTV's bringing it back for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. And then I found another thing called Live PD. That is just cops, but live. Oh, uh, yeah, I, they had clips of that on the, the soup that's not the soup when it was on. Yeah. Never ever heard of this, other than from the soup. Oh, yeah, that's the only place I saw it, so... Yeah. Uh, and then I guess anything else yeah. before we just get on to the last thing? Yeah, the last big thing. I uh, 
So a little independent uh, show called Westworld. I also Westworld finale of season two. Hmm. What did you think? Um, I would say I enjoyed the two episodes before the finale a little more than the finale. Yeah. Uh, well, I really liked the episode where it was just with the Native American guy. That episode I thought oh, was... Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Right. And it had all this backstory that, like, built up and everything, and it was like... And then the last episode happened, and it felt, like, lost. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think? Um, I liked the after-the-credits thing. That was fun. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you haven't seen all of Westworld. It's the first time I've seen Westworld done something like that, that they showed something after the credits. It was kind of a little, almost a little douchebag move. Uh, well, yeah, uh, it's like, a, you know, is it Marvel that does that every time? Like, Yeah, yeah. This isn't a movie, guys. It's a TV show, so, you yeah. Know, yeah. Show us what you want. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The scene... Did, you understood what they were going for in the in that extra scene? Yes. Okay. Yes. And we're not going to yes. spoil anything, yes. but and you also understood like what happened in this season or not? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Cuz it was you know, it's not it wasn't I, some of it is totally broken. The storyline there's some things yeah. that it's like clear yeah that they're trying to move from one place to another and they need to do things to like fix what they did in the first season so they can get to where they want to be mm. in the third season. And mm -hmm. that's what feels very lost about this is it feels like yeah. they don't actually like at least in the first season, they didn't actually have an idea where they were going. And now in the second season, they have right. to kind of make shit up to get to where they're going and to get it. Yeah. Just doesn't, some of it doesn't feel right. I don't know. And like we said uh, last week or week before this whole season has definitely just felt like a lot of setup. So, and I mean, it's it's not a bad season. Uh, I will give this uh, 7.5 out of 10, but 7.5 seven, uh, seven out of 10 for Westworld isn't really that amazing. Yeah, I'd agree. I would even go 6.5, to be honest. But only because last season... Yeah. I mean, going off of last season and then seeing this season, it's like the quality went down. Mm. Uh, not the quality of the cinematography or the acting or anything but the quality no, but of the, the storyline no, no. writing story has though. gone down yeah. significantly because yeah. it's it's like i liked how it was complex the first season but this was a little too overly complex and there's one part with the scar yeah. that you see that comes out of the sky that only the host yeah. can see and it's like that is some cheesy ass bullshit <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. like why would you make it look like that it's just it's so cheesy to me yeah, and the flooding storyline. Right, it stuff. that it looked like Lost. It's like, it's the polar bear that's never going to go anywhere, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no, uh, six and a half is a little low. But uh, yeah, I would maybe say seven, seven and a half. I, I was uh, I was giving a six and a half compared to season one is what I was basing that on. Well, compared to season one, it's a six yeah. and a half. I agree. On itself, it's uh, maybe a seven, yeah. seven and a half. Okay, I'll agree with you there, for sure. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about games. Games. Oh, the one thing about uh, uh, Westworld oh. that I didn't mention. And remember when I reviewed it the first time? And there was the yeah. episode three or... Four, it was the very first episode we met Charlotte. And I, right. and I go, I think she may be a robot. 
because of the way she was yeah. talking and she was saying like all these things and then this happened and I was yeah. like I was wrong but I was right in the future I suppose yeah but that was such a good uh, what can I call it switcheroo right but it, and then it, it, there was also something in there that's like how are these things co- coexisting but then you kind of find out yeah. yeah. So it all made sense in the end, but you really had to like break it down in your head to figure out what the hell is going on. So in a way, I thought it was a little overly complicated, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. Continue. Okay, now we're going to talk about games. And we're going to talk about the best games we played first, because that's least fun. I will. Uh, do you want to start or not? Uh, I'll start, and then you can start the next one, I suppose. Okay. Um, I have like a big list and I I numbered them out, but I'm kind of like, I still am like, hmm, some of these are like, could switch from, you know, number two and number three are like so even in my head, but I guess Mm. number five, I'm going to go Tony Hawk pro skater number one through American wasteland and none of the older ones that are all crappy. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, this is a good pick. I was big into video really games when pick. I was young, uh, really, like, yeah. you know, uh, middle school, uh, or younger than middle school, and then I kind of got out of video games when I when I found skateboarding, and I started going, I wanted mm. to be outside on my skateboard all the time, but I live in Oregon, and it rains all the time in Oregon, so we I wouldn't get to skateboard all the time, and then one day, PlayStation came out with this game called Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And it changed my life mm-hmm. as a middle schooler living in Oregon, <laughs> who was a skateboarder, because I could play it on days when it was raining and get my skateboard fix without having to go out and skateboard. And uh, yeah, so as like one th- one rule I kind of made for myself for this list, because this is a little open list, like there's a lot to pick from. So to narrow it down for myself, I did it games that I have played in my life. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I've never, oh, yeah. I've never, I have to have played. Okay, it. I've never played Custard's Revenge. It, I know it's a terrible game, yeah. but I've just never personally played it, so I didn't add it to my list. Right. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. What about your number five, Fro? My number one is uh, Catan. No, your number five. Is uh, uh, your number five? Okay, yes. good. Uh, I was like, oh. oh my gosh, you put his number one out first. No, number five okay. is Catan. Uh, Sorry. I am um, also called The Settlers of the Catan. Um, and it is a board game uh, designed by Klaus Tauber. And it was uh, uh, published in 1995 by uh, Franz Kosmos Warlag. So The Settlers, it's, it's a player. Um, players assume the roles of settlers, each attempting to build and develop holdings while trading and acquire resources players gain points as their settlement grows the first to reach a set number of points typically 10 wins and it has so many expansions this is so such a fun game and i love Catan. it is i i i don't know how many hours of Catan i played 
but it's 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 up there. So I had to have it as my number it's five. A, have you ever played no, it? No, I I know it takes a long time. Like it's a very long game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a friend that had it, but I've never played it. It's so fun. I love it. Love it. It's not my number five. All right, my number four is a game from my childhood. Uh, well, it's kind of a board game. It's called uh, Crossfire. Do you remember this game from? Crossfire. Never heard of it. Uh, it was a game. F uh, I believe it's still out. Uh, it was a game where it actually seemed very dangerous. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's go on a field trip, and I'll find the commercial for the board game from the 90s. Uh, toot toot! Yeah. Cool. You want to do that? Because yep. I think that could be fun. Let's see. Paste that up there. Is that the right one? I think I just posted the same video twice. Uh, you not haven't posted anything to me oh, yet. There we go. Uh, this game... It involved metal balls that you shoot at each other. So it was wow. people thought it was a little dangerous, but go ahead and pull that video up. Let me know when you have that up. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. It's sometime in the future. The ultimate challenge. <laughs> Crossfire. Crossfire. Look, metal balls, you shoot at these little things, and you try to get score a goal on your on the other guy. But these little balls would shoot out, and they would bounce off and hit you in the eye and things. Crossfire! Crossfire! He's got, like, a leather jacket and uh, fingerless leather gloves on, his little kid playing Crossfire. Yeah, um, I had a friend that had that game, and I always looked forward to going over to his house to play that game. So that's why, in my mind, it's like, uh, the memory, it's got really good memories, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I never, ever heard of this. This, it looks so funny. I, I don't think they probably make it anymore, or if they do, they probably make it with, like, Nerf or, like, plastic balls, because it was an actually very dangerous game. Because <laughs> you had little guns, and you're shooting metal little metal balls at each other, so. Right. My number four, and this is going to be surprising that it's so low on the list, maybe? It's uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Um, if you never played Grand Theft Auto V, uh, why? Uh, but uh, it is an action-adventure game. Uh, developed by Rockstar North and published by Rockstar, and it was released 2013 for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Uh, it is uh, a single-player game that follows three criminals and their efforts to commit heists while under pressure from the government agency. It's an open world. Uh, so you can do whatever the fuck you want to this game. And uh, it is maybe most known for getting blamed for every school shooting in America. Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah? Grand Theft Auto? Well, I, I mean, 
I know, uh, yeah, I guess they, I mean, they've pointed it out at points, but I didn't know people, like, oh, blame yeah. the game for that, but yeah. And, oh, yeah, 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 as yeah. far as GTA V goes, people are still playing that game, what, oh, yeah. five, six years later. I do. Uh, oh, I, I, I'm still playing it. Because I mean, because it's such an expansive, uh, yeah. ever-changing game that uh, they haven't had yeah. to make a GTA six yet because people are still, no. you know, uh, charging or still buying things on there, so they're still making money off the game. Why make a new one? Yeah. 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 So that's my number four. All right, my number three is... Jeez, this is a tough one because it's between, like... One, two, three, four, five, six video games from my childhood that were all PC mm. games. Wow. Uh, that were all kind. Of, some of them were from like even the same developer. So, but I think this is the one I probably played the most was Shadow Warrior. Uh, you remember Shadow Warrior? Yep. Uh, played it. It was the first kind of first-person shooter where you could dual wield yeah. guns. Uh, it was. Yeah made with the same engine as Duke Nukem 3D, and there was another yeah. game that came out at the same co time called Redneck Rampage, which was a really silly version of the kind of those games where you were fighting aliens. Mm. But Shadow Warrior was cool because it was more realistic. It was the only one where you could dual-wield weapons, which uh, was kind of new in the video game world at that time, and it was very funny. Yeah. It was hilarious, uh, some of the things the main character so said, and there was one uh, kind of secret area you could get to it where uh, it had the the uh, the devil rabbit from Monty Python in the video game, and if you got too close to it, it would mm -hmm. attack you. Very funny stuff. And then I remember when I played it, uh, the graphics were so amazing. <laughs> Thinking back on it now, it's like... Uh... Right, and there was one level where you could get in a tank and drive around and shoot things, and that was like, whoa, you can get in a vehicle in an open, like open world kind of game? That was like, at the time, mind-blowing. Now mm -hmm. it's like, like you said, GTA V, that's the whole thing of the game, but in that, it was like, you can get in a tank and shoot things? Oh my gosh. Oh, that's a good pick. Uh, my number three is Resident Evil 4. Uh, Resident Evil 4. Uh, yes, Resident Evil 4. It's really important that we say number four. Because there's a lot of shitty Resident Evil games out there. But uh, number four is the scariest one. And... If it was on PlayStation <laughs> now, I would probably play it. Uh, it's the third-person shooter survival horror game developed by Capcom. And it came out 2005. And was the reason why... One of the reasons why I got a uh, PlayStation 2. Uh, no, a PlayStation 3. Sorry, oh, okay. PlayStation... Uh, where is this PlayStation 2 or 3? Uh, I don't remember. I want to say But 3. it was one of the reasons... Uh, I think it came out on 2, funny enough. But uh, I could It could have been be multi... multi uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, and it's... It's so difficult. And it... I remember I was so fucking proud of myself when I... Well, uh, when I finished it, I finished. Okay, yeah, I finished it on PlayStation Two. Yeah, 
PlayStation 2. Oh, okay. I was, I was correct. That's uh, funny, because I bought a PlayStation and a PlayStation 2 just for Tony Hawk. Actually, before I had t- PlayStation yeah. 1, I had all Nintendo stuff. And then Tony Hawk came out, and I switched over to PlayStation. But yeah, no, this is... This is... Uh, the sixth installment, funny enough. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you never played it, it's it follows a U.S. government special agent Leon S. Kennedy, who was sent to mission to rescue Ashley Graham, the president's daughter, who a sinister cult has kidnapped. Traveling to rural areas of Spain, Leon ho- fights hordes of violent villagers and reunites. With a mysterious spy, Ada Wong. Oh, such a good, such a good game. Oh, oh. yeah. All right. So that's my number three. And repeat that for everybody. Resident Evil right. Four. There you go. All right. I posted a picture of mine just in case you've never seen it, but it's a game called. It's a board game called Abalone. Have you ever played this game? Of course I have. Okay. Yep. I would kind of put this in between, as far as skill level it goes, it takes to play this game, in between uh, checkers and go, or chess, somewhere in between that, as far as skill level. It's more, mm-hmm. It takes more skill to play this than checkers, but not as much skill as, say, chess or go. Um, but mm-hmm. it is very fun, and it's very... It, it makes you really, really think for, about like future moves ahead of the moves you're going to make. You know what I mean, Fro? And it looks like Chinese checkers a lot. Uh, but it, but it's played differently, right? Because you can push, yes, you yes, can yes. push uh, objects in this and stuff yes. like that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. but this was another game it that people... another friend of mine ha- had when I was a kid, and whenever I'd go over there, we would play it. So in my mind, like I remember my friend, and then I remember this game, and I just have really good memories of like, uh, of us doing this, and also like being like playing against other people and we were so good at this game that we could just beat anybody basically because we played against each other all the time uh we'd play like grown-ups grown-ups and stuff when we were very young and be beating them and so it made us feel very smart so i just have really good remembers of this Mm. game really good memories of playing this game i guess cool my number two is cards against humanity um I fucking love cards against humanity. I have no clue how many. I have it on my mobile. I have it on my Mac. I have it. I have it online. I play it all the fucking time. Um, if you never played it, uh, Cards Against Humanity is described as itself for a party game for horrible people. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity is a party game in which players uh, complete fill-in-blank statements using words and phrases typically demeaned as offensive, risk, or politically incorrect printed on playing cards. And you play it, uh, uh, like I said, you can play it on something called Yahtzee. It's, it's, yeah, it's really easy to play. And it's fucking offensive. You have to be have a little stomach <laughs> to or play just it. a sense of humor. It's you not... just have to have a good sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. I've only played yeah. I've, I've only pl- ever played it like uh, IRL card version is the only way I've ever played it, but Yeah. But it's so fun. It is very fun. I will. Yeah. 
So that's my number two. All right, my last one. Uh, I got a set of these uh, when I was a kid. It was like one of the coolest toys you could get in like the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, that was also a game. Um, and my next door neighbor, the same Christmas, I believe it was, he also got a set so we could play to, like with four people and it was laser tag. Uh, uh, we both had a one. set of laser tag guns and vests so we could combine them and have four people. And we lived in the woods when I was a kid. So we would go out at night after it got dark and run around in the woods and play laser tag. I mean, those are some really good childhood memories. Mm-hmm. And everybody and you know, the mid nineties, early eighties, that's what every kid wanted was a laser tag set. And I was lucky enough to get one. So, Oh, I know. That is so cool. Did you ever play laser tag or like? Uh, even... I've seen it. Okay, you've never played. All right, because they do have like more yeah. advanced ones that you can like go to a laser tag arena where they have these really expensive laser tag guns that are like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played that. Yeah, yeah, I played that. Yeah, these are the ones that like you. They're the, they had a home version at least when I was younger. I'm sure they do now. Oh, my number one is extremely boring but maybe the game i played most and is most obsessed by and is chess uh a really little known fact about me i'm a chess master a master of chess i love chess i think chess i play chess and if somebody out there wants to play chess against me you're more than welcome uh, if you never played chess, I don't know <laughs> what's wrong with you. Uh, if you don't know what chess is, I I think you maybe should see a doctor. Uh, but chess is a two-player strategy board game played on the chessboard. Fun enough, uh, a checkering game board with sixty-four squares arranged in a eight by eight grid. Uh. Nobody really knows when it was discovered, and we have the Norwegian, uh, no, the, the master of chess right now is Norwegian, and I'm super proud of him, Magnus Carlsen, and I play, I could play hours and hours and hours and hours of chess, so it had to be num- my number one. And a reminder real quick, we did that story, just you said they don't know when it was invented, but we did do that story in the news a while back about them finding that right. chess piece in Norway from thousands and thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. That was in that was yep. a Middle Eastern inspired chess piece, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's yep. thousands and thousands of years old is the answer. I love chess. So that's my number one. I have a lot of honorable mentions. Okay, let's just do if one and want... one and one and we'll go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. You go first. Uh Mouse Trap, the board game. Loved it. Loved it. It was a little bit Monopoly. annoying sometimes. Yeah. Monopoly, I have. Say that again? Monopoly. Oh, Monopoly. I have that, I have that on Monopoly. another list. <laughs> uh, I have Chess Down, of course. Uh, life. Game of Life. Um, Clue. I have Clue Down. Or Cluedo. Yeah, Is it Clue or Cluedo, Cluedo. in Norway? It's Clue. Okay. Uh, I have Risk. I would probably have had that on another... I hate that game. Um, I love Risk. I'm going to put two together here, two card games. I, I really enjoyed... Have you ever played Speed? 
Yeah. Speed is a really fun game. War. Yeah. War is fun. It's super easy and fun. Like if if you just have a little time yeah. to kill. And then I'm just like actually a solitaire master. <laughs> to be honest with you, cool. I can play. I can take the hardest levels of solitaire and beat them very quickly. Battleship. Actually, I've got a note written down here. I always cheat at Battleship, bro. Wow. Cool. It's the only game I cheat at, but I think it should be allowed. And think about it. It's Battleship. This is a game of war. Yeah. yeah. You should of cheat it's at Battleship, everybody. Yeah. Everybody should be out there cheating at Battleship. It's the only way to play Battleship. So. <laughs> Do you have any more? What I suggest is tricking somebody, having them look off to the right, and then you move your piece. But if you get caught, yep. then you lose. That should be the rules of Battleship. They should put that in the rule oh, yeah. book, bro. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch more. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I have so many. Most of these are <laughs> video games. I got Doom, Wolfenstein 3D, the original. I have Trivial, yeah, I have trivial Pursuit. Uh, Quake 1 and 2. I haven't played the new one. Oh, I love it. Uh, and then I have Candela. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually have that on a different one as well. Um, oh, Blood, I said. Redneck Rampage, I said. Duke Nukem, I said. Oh, uh, did I say Doom already? Yeah, I said Doom. Doom yeah. Was a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I've ran out my list a little bit here. Cool. Oh. Uh, I have. Go ahead. Yeah. No, come on. Oh, I didn't have anything else. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say Tetris I have on my list. Uh, Red Dead uh, Redemption I have on my list. Uh, the Last of Us I have on my list. Uh, and Batman Arkham City. Uh, let's see. And Uncharted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it. I going to say? I was going to say something about one of those things you just mentioned, but I totally forgot now. Uh, but one thing that's interesting, I- I've never played the game Operation, Fro, ever. Uh, have you ever, you've played okay. Operation? Is there any board game that you're like, I've yeah. never played that, but you should have played it? No. Uh, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, now I forgot it again. Fuck. Oh, right, I remember. I uh, Tetris was the first video game oh, yeah. I ever owned. Uh, yeah, me too. On, really? On Game Boy, or where did you yeah. have it? Yeah, Game Boy. Okay, yeah. the first video video game system I ever owned was Game Boy. What about you? Yeah, my, the first Game Boy uh, was Game Boy as Did well. you have NES? Yeah. Oh, wait. No. I no. actually had an Atari 2600 that my brother handed me down, but, like, Oh, it broke yeah, very no, quickly, and I ended up, I after it broke, I ended up getting the Game Boy. And the games I got were Tetris and Metroid, the first Metroid game. Oh, the first Metroid was so good. And it was fucking impossible when I first, like, yeah. that game is so hard when you first got it. Yeah. It is. Okay, now we're going to talk about the shit ones. This is going to be even more fun. And uh, somewhat controversial, because uh, I'm going to begin with my number five. 
Okay. And it's Minecraft. <laughs> I I've tried playing Minecraft, my dear uh, friend in the uh, United States. But this is this is just not my game. Like knocking on wood and tree and collecting things and trying to get and it's really, really the the worst thing with Minecraft is is, is it, it, it's like everybody plays it and everybody says it's so amazing. You can build anything, yeah. And so fucking what? It's like you can build anything and it all looks care. like crap. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's the other thing. It's and uh, horrible, horrible. Uh, it's not that good graphic. But that's kind of the point. Yeah. That's the point is that... It is kind yeah. of the, the, the point, so... If you had lived under the rock and uh, wonder what Minecraft is, Minecraft is a sandbox game created by Swedish game designer. That's maybe why I don't like it. Uh, Marcus Pettersson. And uh, in, uh, he founded Mojang. And yeah, I just can't... I just can't play it. I've tried so many fucking times, and no... I just can't play it. So I played it a little bit. I I understand like the why people like it, but to me, it's just kind of <sighs> like it's not anything special. You know, it's not like mm, over the top entertaining for me. So that's where I don't like. I don't see it as like anything negative. Maybe, maybe if that's the way you see it, I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's my number four, five. All right, my number five. Oh, did I mark number five? Oh, there it is. I can find it. Uh. It's a game that I didn't have, but my sister had uh, in the 80s. It was called Mall Madness. Okay. This was a real game that existed. Uh, it's a shopping-themed board game released by Milton Bradley. <laughs> the original game was released in 80, 1988. Sounds, sounds amazing. <laughs> Mall Madness was sold... Uh, oh, here we go. Let's see. The the game featured an electronic computer which dictated gameplay. The color varied from game to game, uh, but it was almost always peach or gray. The computer had two voices, one male, one female. The point of the game was that you would the the computer would tell you to go to certain stores and buy things, and you would have to buy them. That was the whole point of the game. Mm. So this was a game wow. that was supposed to teach you about or teach you how to be a consumer. It's t- pretty terrible. That sounds amazing. My number four is Jenga. Um, you don't like Jenga? No, I hate Jenga, and there's a reason for it. But uh, Jenga is a game of physical skills created by Leslie Scott and currently marketed by Hasbro. Players take turns removing one block of the time uh, from a tower constructed of 54 blocks. I have HDDD, as you know, but I also have cerebral parvisi, a little of that in my hand. So I shake in my hand. And shaking and concentrating about pulling out things from a Django block it's not a good combination, look, funny enough. Oh, sure, okay, yeah. So you, you, you so just don't like per- playing it per- because of per- that, that makes sense. It's a personal thing, yeah. Here's a weird <laughs> question. Did you have a Wii? Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you ever play Bloom Box? I had it on Wii. Yeah. Which was like basically just a video game version of I, Jenga. I had Jeng. I had Jenga on my Wii. Oh, okay. And did you like it better yeah. on there than you did? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was just a weird question, but I was thinking about it. So. Yeah. Uh, for my last one, I found a little tiny bit of trivia about it. Actually, um, another version mm. of Mall Madness was recently released in two thousand something. A Hannah Montana special edition. Uh, and the littlest so, pet shop. So up my line. The Hannah Montana yeah. version was the ver- first version to picture a male on front of the box. Ooh. All right. Where are we at? Cool. Uh, I said my number four, didn't I? Right. Okay. My number yeah. four. Nintendo's uh, Nintendo 64 game, Superman 64. Did you ever play Superman yep. 64, Fro? Yep, and it's on my list. Is it? Okay. <laughs> it is the worst video yes. game ever made. At least the worst video game ever made that I think I've played, I guess. Or no, uh-huh. that uh, it's one of the worst video games I've ever played. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three, you motherfucker, is uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, no Man's Sky is a really new game, so why is it on my list, you ask? It is an action-adventure survival game developed and published by the India studio Hello Games. Hello. It was re- released worldwide in 2016, and I have had uh, it pre-ordered. This is the first game I pre-ordered in my entire life, Luke. Do you think I learned my lesson? Uh, I'm guessing. They haven't actually come out with, like, a game part of the game yet? Or have they? I don't know if I care. Right, okay. (laughs) So, if you have lived under a rock and don't know anything why this is so such a controversial game, they showed uh, an entirely other game and gave a lot of premises for what the game was going to be. And when it came out, it wasn't that at all. It, was, it is... Um, it's kind of strange. It's like, it is... Uh, no Man's Sky is... Uh, is... Uh, that fucking building game. Uh, sorry. I totally lost my thread. It's a crap game. Let's just put it that way. It, there's there's no game to the game. It's a bunch of it's my it's Minecraft. It's Minecraft with good good uh, graphics. Good, uh, graphics and more expansive. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. I think they have yeah. added a like game version of the like a playable game version of the game care. since I don't care yeah, since you bought it. But uh, yeah. so if know. anybody out there is going, well, it's yeah, but late. you've never played that, I'm like. But it's Fro's pick, so talk to Fro about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or email us at another so digital citizen no- at gmail.com. Yeah. So that's my number two. No, my number, my three. number three. Yeah, okay. I mean- my number three is a game that my neighbor had when I was a kid. It's Lawn Darts. <laughs> this is a game that's known for murdering people by stabbing them in the head with a giant spike. Uh, if anybody doesn't remember Lawn Darts, it was, it was 
like darts, except on your lawn. You threw this giant-sized dart into the <clears> air, <throat> and you tried to get it into the rings, and, he, and the rings were worth points. It's kind of like a combination between croquet and darts, in a way. Um, except it was banned in America after many people died by being hit in the head with a giant dart. So, yeah. <laughs> but I did play it when I was a kid. It existed when I was a kid, so. Mm-hmm. My number two is <laughs> called Superman 64, and I don't know if you heard about this. Yeah, uh, did you ever get past the first level, bro? Uh, no. I didn't either. I didn't either. I've seen videos, like, on YouTube of people getting past the first level. Really? Yeah, there's video... Like, when you get past the first level... Then the next level, like, you have to throw a car. Uh, and then after you move on from that level, which I've seen, like, one person do ever, it goes back to flying through rings again. It is such a disappointment. Uh, I remember, like, playing this, and I was like, I was so excited. I was a small kid in 99, so... Yeah, me too, and I had... I. I rented it from a, a, a video store when those were a thing. Yeah. So I, you know, I'd spent the yeah. money to rent it and I could have rented all these other games. I chose to rent that one. And I was like, uh, so disappointed when I yeah. had it for the weekend or whatever, you know what I mean? And it was like, I could have got other games that I knew were better. I should have got those, but I have another one. That's yeah. my number two. That is v very similar to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so my number two is a video game called Mario is missing. <laughs> I'd never play that. It's a game that just has Luigi in it. Um, I rented it from the store, and when I got it from the store, there was no instruction booklet. And if you remember games mm. for this was for Super Nintendo, you had to have the you had to have the instruction booklet because those games didn't have tutorials like they do nowadays in them. Uh, and so I go to try to play this game, and it's fucking impossible to figure out. And since then, I've seen like videos of people playing it. And even they can't figure it out now. It's like the most impossible, ridiculous Mario game you've ever played. It's terrible. Uh, I heard there's one that's even worse called like Mario Hotel or something. But Mario's Missing is the worst Mario game I've ever played. So, Cool. Look, we're going to watch the trailer for my number one. And then we can talk about it. My number one is Ride to Hell. Uh, Restribution. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard about this? Uh, say the last part again. Ride to hell. Oh, okay. I'm seeing it now. All right. Retribution. Retribution. Uh, it kind of like rings a bell, but maybe I'm going to have to look at this trailer and then I'll remember it when I see it. So. Okay. Are you, are you ready to see this? Um, yes. Go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one, go. It's ready to mature, by the way. Rated M for mm -hmm. Mature. He just told me that, yeah. Seems like lately we've heard a lot of bad news. Okay. But bad news. Nazi That's Lemmy, for some reason. Oh, I guess not Lemmy is Nazi what? Lemmy, isn't he? It's the Conway boy, Jake. Uh, ready to answer my question? Let me guess, you're looking for a broken job. I don't know, I mean, it looks <laughs> like... Any gun you've got. Like some of oh, the older GTA games, kind of, at least to me so far. Yeah. Doesn't it look good? Uh, kind of looks good. 
Yeah. I mean, not, not compared to nowadays, but I mean, as far as like... It looks interesting. What? I'm confused. <laughs> Okay, that graphics, those graphics uh, don't look that great. Oh, is this all cutscenes uh, and none of this is gameplay? Uh, this is June 2013. Okay. No, I've never heard My of this game. <laughs> My first PlayStation 3 game. <laughs> ay, 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 right to hell restitution. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? <laughs> Let me re read. Yeah, because I'm confused as to why this is on the list. So go ahead. Yes, <laughs> this is so awful. Oh, this is so awful. This game is a reminder that it's being a biker gang, having awkward sex with usually easy women, and shooting thousands of idiot bikers with sharpshooter. Isn't it cracked out to be? In fact, most people who play this probably got pre uh, prayed mercifully to their gods, then found the n nearest soup kitchen to help the community, hoping that it, they won't ride to hell for playing such an awful creation. <laughs> so, in a way, it's probably helping mankind realize their mistakes and give back to the world while becoming productive individuals to society in progress. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, oh gosh, that's one one people that's that. It's it's a joke of a video game. It's it's so extremely bad. It is. It, it is like it's trying so fucking hard to be GTA, and it's it it, it is like oh we're tough we're manly. The storyline story is is so ludicrously bad, and the acting in the game is so shitty. I have never ever been so bored doing things I love to do in GTA. Like it, it, it's it's it, in, impossible to it's impossible to to say how bad this bad game is. It is it is the most atrocious shit I have ever seen. My uh, like played. I promise you. Okay. Well, if it's worse than Superman sixty four, then it must be pretty bad because you can't even get past the first level of Superman sixty four. So. And uh, and it it is it, it, it but it it's. It's 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 so it's it's based on the Unreal Three engine and things like that. Uh, let me read something from Wikipedia. Rider to Hell was critically panned to be the point where it considered one of the worst video games ever, with a very <laughs> low review on Metacritic's and game ratings. Upon its release, the game was criticized for broken gameplay. Such a broken gameplay, by the way. Poor controls. Dated graphics, voice acting, writing, offensive portrayal of women, and dropping the original planned open world concept in favor of a linear layout. We thought it was going to be open world. Guess what? It's not. Ah, okay. All right. <sighs> Are we at my number one? Was that your number one? I'm confused. Yes. Yes, okay. That was my number one. My number one is any video game on Virtual Boy. <laughs> Did you really play Virtual Boy? Yes, my next door neighbor had a Virtual Boy, and he had multiple wow. games, including Tank Game that it had, and a couple other. 
interesting oh. ones. When you saw the commercial for that on TV, it was like, oh my gosh, Virtual yeah. Boy, this is going to be amazing. It's like gonna you're going to be immersed into the video game. And then you put it on, and it's like the worst graphics ever. The stick, the stick figure, uh, red look. Like everything was red while you were looking in there, mm-hmm. or or bright green, one or the other. It was the worst video game system ever made. I believe I can't think of one that was a worse mm-hmm. video game system ever made. So yeah, I I never played it. So it was terrible. Oh. I remember my next door neighbor even being so excited when he got it for like a birthday or Christmas or whatever. And uh, we'd go to play it, and it was like, this is terrible. And he like, we I played it like once or twice, and I just remember it being in the back corner of his room forever and never getting played ever again. And the funniest thing is, it's probably oh. worth money now if he would have saved it. Cool. Do you have done some dishonorable mention? Sure. Um,. A game I played only in the demo version, but I found, uh, but I remembered it somehow. It was a BMXXX, BMX Triple okay. X, maybe it's called. Uh, I remember the demo version that because I, I would get the demos, uh, game discs out of like a, a magazine that I got at the time, you know, like a video game magazine. This was Dave Mira's BMX, except with naked women, is what it was. Okay. It was pretty awful. Sounds, sounds so good. So instead of like, it was uh, just like Tony Hawk, so where you'd unlock like th- different things, except for instead of unlocking like a new bike, you would unlock like a stripper. That's what it was. Mine, I have an honorable mention called Desert Bus, where all you do is play. Oh yeah, I've uh, played that. I should have had that on here, yeah. Oh, such a good game. Well, I'm. Yeah, it's just so simple and stupid, but. <laughs> it's so. But it's a good honorable mention. Sure. I put Monopoly on my worst list because I hate that game oh. and it takes forever and is terrible, but the whole point of the game is that it's supposed to be terrible, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I have Flappy Bird on mine. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I didn't play much of it, but I never liked it, so I that's probably probably why I never played much of it. Uh, Snakes and Ladders, I was never a fan of. Yeah. It's basically a game that teaches you that life is going to suck. That's what this game is. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy, all of them. Oh, really? I didn't mind the first yeah. one. I thought it was all right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Magic, the car, the Gathering, the card game. Oh, Jesus I bought Christ. some magic cards when I was younger, and I was like, okay, cool, new game, I'm going to get into it. I had a friend that had some cards, and I like, I'm going to figure this <laughs> out, and then I'm going to be playing it with my friend. And I never figured it out. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's just too ridiculous. The rules are too silly in my mind to for it to be a game I'd be wanting to play all the time. Animal Crossing. Uh, my last one on the, this list was Candyland. I never liked Candyland. Never a fan of Candyland. Yeah. I like Candyland. And my favorite uh, one on the list here is Dora the Explorer Journey to the Purple Planet on PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. I also had a sister. (laughs) 
remember that. <laughs> uh, that was a fun list. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Have you seen the movie this week? Uh, I did. I watched Rampage with The Rock. Oh, Because cool. you said it was terrible. Um... I didn't. I would never in a million years put this on the same level as Pixels, Fro. Mm. It's bad, but it's not at the level of Pixels bad in any way. What? What? Like whatsoever. Uh, as far as it just being like a kaiju type film, I was okay with it. That if if you're just going into it and you want a kaiju movie, this is a, a pretty good. You know what I mean? If you were to compare it to like a gut like. It's better than the Godzilla, Godzilla two thousand or whatever yeah. god awful movie that yeah. was. Um, so mm. in that way, it's actually better than some movies that are like like it. Uh, so I give it like a six. I said out I 10. liked it. I I I I said I liked it. So oh you okay? But I you just, just thought, thought it was gonna be my the movie I hated the most out of the year and like no, it's not yeah, even yeah, close, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, I give it a six, six out, out of ten. ten. I mean, some of the acting and the dialogue was terrible and uh the guy who plays the the guy who plays the texas uh uh police officer the guy who puts them on the plane or whatever his accent is so phony and dumb yeah yeah but you know other than that some of it was pretty fun like i enjoy the kaiju aspect of it they did follow the story of the video game pretty well um so yeah Mm. Oh, the weird okay. thing about this is, in the last few weeks, we are seeing. I'm seeing. I'm seeing this trend at least of these movies where, for some reason, there's two bad guys and they film all the stuff for the two bad guys in a completely separate location from the good guys, and it feels like two right. separate movies. And this was the same as like yeah. those other movies we had covered. So, is that just a new thing in sim- cinema, Fro? I don't. It does know. seem like it, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I watched a horror movie through for there. Uh, we have had it on another digital uh, review. Okay. Uh, I watched this. Uh, I watched this this week because it came out in uh, extended. Uh, Was this a 2017 movie? No, 2018. Oh, okay. We we talked about it. I I kind of uh, remember it, but it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I just remember that, like, but they, they were in some other country and they playing Truth or Dare, and then yes, they, they played yeah. Yeah, yeah in Mexico, yeah. So Olivia, Lucas, and a group of their college friends travels to Mexico for one last getaway before their graduation. While there, strange Queensland students to play a seemingly harmless game of Truth and Dare. Um. <sighs> It's 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 kind of interesting because it has got fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes and four point eight out of ten. I would give it a four out of ten. I think. Okay. Yeah, it's bad, but it's not like ludicrously bad. Maybe a three point five. Okay. Between I mean that's three, that's not great. Uh, no, no. Between three point five and and uh, and four. But I also watched the movie that we're going to talk about now, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. 
Ah! Oh, I was afraid. I was scared by a record for a. Ventriloquist? Stop it. You love a dummy. This is not why we're here. You can blame me. The trailer for this is awful. I haven't. I have not seen this trailer yet. yet so. So far, this music does not work. No, it doesn't. It feels totally out of place. Yeah. Is this, this may not be the best timing to put a movie out about volcanic eruptions on an island when the whole thing know. in Hawaii is going on. Uh, I know. I know. Do these animals deserve the same protections given to other species? Or should they just be left to die? These creatures were here before us. Oh, nothing more exciting than a court case scene in your Jurassic Park movie. This is what you want. It's like the first three Star Wars films. All you wanted in those was just a bunch of, like, congressional hearings, right, bro? <laughs> Shaka! Thank you, funny. What was the volcano movie the day after? Was that the volcano movie that was where they're running away from the lava? Uh, no. You're thinking of the day after tomorrow, but uh, that wasn't the volcano movie. Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Right place. there, you go. Yeah. Life breaks free. I will say one Why thing. Why do about... I remember that? But I don't remember good things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Kurt Angle's name, but I, without any hesitation, can say Dante's Peak when you say volcano movies. There hasn't been that many of those kind of volcano movies when I think about it, though. <laughs> True. There is one thing about this. I do want one of those little ball things to just cruise around, like... Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so cool. So, Luke, what is this nom Oscar-nominated movie all about? Uh, dinosaurs. Oh, okay. All right, cool. moving on. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> no, uh, three years after the, <laughs> the destruction of Jurassic World theme park, Owen Grady and Claire Deering returned to the island of Isle Nublar to have the to save the remaining di dinosaurs from a volcano that's about to erupt. So that's what this movie is about. Let's see, fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so right in the middle. And 6.6 .6 out of 10 on IMDb? Yeah. That's strange. I see 6.6 .6 and I saw uh, 20, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Alright, we'll split the difference and say 51 and a half, I guess. <laughs> Something like that. So I've seen the movie. I usually all, always go last when I see see the movie, but uh, hey, let's go with the flow. Um, I I think this is better than the last one. Uh, then again, uh, you and me uh, having dinner at the taco restaurant and shitting afterwards would be better than the first Jurassic World. Right. Uh, I, my expectations for this were so, so low that I, I'm kind of 
after after watching it, I was like, "Wow, okay, it wasn't that big pile of crap." Doesn't mean that it's the best movie ever. Uh, I would give it a six, but uh, but saying that, it's I think it's the best Jurassic Park movie after Jurassic Park. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of 2. I hate Jurassic Park 2 and Jurassic Park 3. I have kind of a uh, sweet Number two, 2 was alright. I like number 1 and 2. I think the rest of them have been crap. So 3 and the other one. And then I haven't seen this one yet. But Alright. But um, it, felt, it felt like it was showing its propaganda in my face a little. Um... Like we have to take care of the animals on Earth. We are the, we are the destroyers of the animals. Oh, we have to take okay. care of the animals. Hmm. Um. So kind of that propaganda, and it also felt like it was a middle film. Like they needed the the dinosaurs from the island to where they're going in the third movie. I know what they're doing in the third movie because I already have seen this, but, uh, and kind of, I, I like, I like that part and, and the villain in, in this is really villainous, uh, and, and things like that. There, there's nothing like super duper wrong with this other than that. I feel, uh, the acting is on par. I feel uh, uh, definitely that the script was deeply under par, but uh, the action sequences and how it gotten together to this final product, phew, I can't really blame it. I, I, I can't blame it for trying. And it feels like it's much more trying than the... Jurassic for first Jurassic World. So, what about product placement? Yeah. I know product placement in the f in this first Jurassic World was like one of our biggest problems. It, does that is that here again? No, because that first Not movie it much. was like impossible to get past how much product placement yeah. was in that shit. Mm. Like when they found the cars mm. in the garage and it, <clears throat> like they go right into the grill and show you the the emblem of what kind of car it is and everything. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, I went to the Facebook. If you're done, but yeah, 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 I'm, I'm done. I, I'm just going to say that uh, I saw this in 3D, um, and when I was done with it, I gave it a seven. Uh, but now that I've been thinking about it and like digested going through, it, yeah, yeah, it's really. Uh, I wanted to say that it's really, really forgettable. It's it's a movie I forgot really, really fast that I had watched. Oh, okay. That's not good. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. So it's getting a six out of ten. Right. Um. Uh, according to the Facebook, this has four and a half out of five stars, bro. So people okay. on Facebook love this. Uh, I got one from Fernando Bravo. He says, "Okay, are we rescuing dinos, selling them, killing them, cloning them, using them for yeah. war, keeping them as pets, making human dino yeah. breeds?" Are there 12 of the, that are alive really going to survive more than 24 hours? Uh, this movie didn't know what it wanted to do, in my opinion. It actually felt pretty short because there were so many things going on all at once. 
The best part mm. of this movie is the opening third. Uh, anytime a movie can make you that emotional, it's a good thing. I'm sure you know what that means. For oh, I don't. The rest was just mm. ridiculous, in my opinion. I don't really care for the casting either, as the Franklin kid was just a spaz. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Stephen Williams says, That was a tough one. I liked it for the return to the island, but after that, just bad. And to waste Goldblum like that, he'll probably never do another yeah. uh, G- oh, Jurassic Park film, I would guess. Uh, I was excited to see it, still glad I did, but like Star Wars 8, was disappointed. So. Yeah. Uh, I can understand that. Howie Zoe says, Idiot plot all around. Hey, let's drive a truck with dozens of guards watching. Nobody will bother checking us, right? Hey, it's not. <laughs> let's not bother putting locks on the dangerous animals' cages. Sounds great, right? Hey, don't put. Don't bother posting a guard by the prisoners. It'll all be fine. <laughs> So I'm not really sure what those are referenced to, but uh, that guy was like, this plotline's broken, apparently, so. The plotline is broken, but it's a good action movie. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Except for the courtroom scene. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we go into the other movies that came out this week, check out this poster that I sent you on Skype, Fro, for a new movie that's coming out. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Mm. Ooh. The movie is The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot with Sam Elliott. Wow. Doesn't this look pretty good? That looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to see it now. Yeah. I don't think it has a release date yet, but uh, it Aww. just from the poster it looks pretty like I don't it's going it's either going to be really silly and awesome or just really really awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. And I, I, I love Simon Mandeliat. He's such a good actor. Oh, yeah. There's a few good actors in there as well, so. Yeah. I see that. Adrian Turner, I am a big fan of. Larry Miller is really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, you found two other uh, movies that started last week. The Catcher was a spy. Uh this is about a major league baseball player. Mo Berg lives a double life as a, a spy for the Office of Strategy Service during the World War II. It has 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, and looks like a movie I will never ever watch because it looks fucking boring. <sighs> I guess it's based off of a novel directed by Ben Lewin? Sure. Uh, starring Paul Rudd, Sian Mueller, and Guy Pierce. Yeah. Looks like it's probably based off a true story, is my guess. No interest in this whatsoever. And then we got another movie. It looks Japanese. Lobster Cop. That's right, you heard me. Lobster it's... Cop. Yeah. Four police officers open up a lobster restaurant as a cover in order to catch a notorious drug dealer, only to find that their secret recipe is more popular than they expected. Uh, when they get caught up in their new business venture, they find a bigger conspiracy at work. That actually Ooh. sounds kind of interesting. This, this has a 5.3 on IMDb. Okay. If you uh, wanted to know. 
And it hasn't been reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, it's got uh, directed by Jing Yong Li. Oh, him. Yep. But actually, and it's comedy. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm seeing crime thriller, but maybe it's a crime thriller comedy. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of those movies, do what do you want to see, see the most? Yeah. Uh, out of those movies, I've already seen Jurassic World, so I will go with Lobster Cop. Mm, out of the three of them, I kind of want to see Lobster Cop more than I want to see Jurassic World, honestly. Because <laughs> that sounds like an interesting concept, and also the name is hilarious. Mm. Talking about movies, are you ready for this week's what the fuck is Frode thinking about? Oh, yeah, sure. All right. It's a movie edition, again. Uh, they try to not hit the iceberg. Uh, but Titanic. Does it. Yes. Um, he fights himself. and Fight Club. Uh, also, yes. Uh, it's a dream in a dream in a dream Inception. in a dream in a dream. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, he uh, goes back in a car uh, to meet his back own mom and dad. Yes. Okay. Uh, John Travolta dances with Pulp Big Fiction? Toe Mag- yes. Uh, it's... Uh, some small people that wants to deliver a ring to a place Lord where the they rings. want to melt it. Yes. I almost guessed uh, Wizard of Oz before you said the ring part. <laughs> uh, Batman is really sour and and dark. Batman and... Begins, maybe? Yes. I have an offer you can't refuse. Uh, the Godfather? Yes, and life is life, a box of chocolate, you never know what you're going to get. Forrest Gump. Yes. Woo-hoo! Is that the, how it goes, or did, did you just say the, the wrong line because of the Man, Man, Mandela effect? I have no clue. Yeah, right. We forget that every time, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Life is life. Box of chocolate. You don't know what you're gonna get. No, I don't remember. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go check out the TV show on YouTube. Um, and how much fun is it? Oh it's yeah, so much fun. Uh, I got an, There's more. Sh- we're. I think I got two weeks, a week and a half, and then I'm gonna. We're gonna be doing more shows, so more content coming out there. Mm. Uh. AudibleTrial.com slash another digital citizen. Get an audiobook and a free trial. Anything you got? Is it really free? Is it really free though? It's 100% free if you cancel before the 30 days is over. But does it help us? It also helps us as well. What? Oh. Oh. Uh, No, I have nothing. Uh, Next week we'll talk news of the week. We will have another digital review of Uncle Drew. Is that uh, the uncle of Nancy Drew? I hope so. Or maybe it's the uncle of the Hardy Boys 
and his name is Uncle Drew, which would be really confusing. Yeah. Or it could be about uh, Drew Carey. Uh, right. Maybe he's an uncle now. I don't know. Did he yeah. have, like, does he have a sister, and does his sister have, like, a <laughs> kid? I guess it's possible. Um, and we'll talk of uh, Kiskada. Cicada. Three, cic- cicada 3301. And that sounds like a really good song or something. Or like an emo band, maybe? But no, it's a. Yeah. Nickname Kisara. given to an organ. We're going to the stage, Kisara three three zero one. Woo! <laughs> uh, nickname yeah. given to an organization that, uh, on occasions, has posted a s- sets of puzzles to possibly recruit code breakers and linguists from the public uh, using the internet. So. Ooh, the internet. Yeah, there's lots of uh, theories as to who this could be or why they're doing it and things like that. So we'll get into that next week. But isn't the internet only for porn? Mostly for porn. And arguing with people as well. <laughs> Maybe both things at the same time. And sometimes humble bragging. you got to do a lot of humble bragging as well. Yeah. And don't forget to write your Pikachu number. So... So we can find it. Ours are N O P E. Exclamation point at the end, right? Exclamation point, yeah. Really, really important. Okay. Really important. Uh, from uh, Norway, I'm Pikachu. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye, Luke. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.